1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at Battery Power, SBN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest. From Atlanta, And of course, the 2022 World Series starts tonight as the Astros welcome the Phillies for Game 1 of the World Series. And as I mentioned, we all would certainly love for the Braves to still be playing at this point in time. But while Friday is going to be exciting for the baseball world in general, Thursday was actually a very exciting day for plenty of Braves who had outstanding 2022 campaigns. Of course, as the World Series gets going on the field, the 2022 Major League Baseball Award season is heating up off the field, and Thursday brought with it plenty of exciting news for several Braves. And the big thing that stood out about the awards nominations and, the, and winners of awards on Thursday was was that for the Braves, several of these nominations, and the one award that was actually won on Thursday, these were the results of the opinions of players. Several Braves were honored by their peers because of their performance in 2022. Let's start with the award that was actually won, and that was the 2022 Sporting News National League Rookie of the Year. That award went to Spencer Strider. Now, as we've discussed for months, and we're finally to the time where it's going to be fun to watch, both Spencer Strider and Michael Harris, in my opinion at least, put together campaigns that make them worthy of being National League Rookie of the Year. But it likely we're likely going to see that among different outlets that award the Rookie of the Year, you're probably going to see... Some award Michael Harris the award, and of course, some award Spencer Strider the award. Of course, in in, in the coming weeks, we'll find out who officially is the National League Rookie of the Year. But of 212 Major League Baseball players that were polled, Spencer Strider received 47% of the vote, while Michael Harris received 41%. So it goes to show... That it's not just, you know, the Braves franchise and the fan base. It's not just analysts and baseball minds that all recognized how special both Spencer Strider and Michael Harris were during their rookie seasons. Their peers themselves, fellow Major League Baseball players, also clearly recognized just how special of a season it was for the Braves duo of outstanding rookies. And Spencer Strider took home the Sporting News National League Rookie of the Year. But beyond that... The, the nominations were also announced for the Major League Baseball Players Association Players Choice Awards, and several Braves were or some Braves were actually nominated for awards. Austin Riley was one of the three finalists for National League Outstanding Player, along with former Brave Freddie Freeman, Paul Goldschmidt, and Paul Goldschmidt. Also in the running were, for the National League Outstanding Rookies of the Year, were both Michael Harris and Spencer Strider. So you have to feel pretty confident that a Brave is going to win the National League Outstanding Rookie of the Year at the MLBPA Players' Choice Awards. And then for National League Comeback Player of the Year, Ronald Acuna Jr., Brandon Drury, and Albert Pujols were the finalists. Now, Ronald Acuna Jr. may have a case. I'll be honest. It's probably going to wind up being Albert Pujols, who was absolutely outstanding in his final season as a professional. But it's great to see that the Braves are well represented when it comes to the opinion of their peers. Not necessarily sure outside of, of Rookie of the Year, how good of a chance Austin Riley and Ronald Acuna Jr. have at perhaps winning this award, winning their you know specific awards. But it'll be fun to see the Braves well represented on a night where it was the players who voted on. The awards winners, and then of course one of the more exciting, one of the more well-known awards was nominations for the 2022 Silver Sluggers were announced on Thursday as well, and five Braves are up for awards, and the names are who they are who you would expect for them to be, with maybe a few surprises thrown in. For instance, Matt Olson is a finalist at first base, along with Paul Goldschmidt, Freddie Freeman, Pete Alonso, and Christian Walker. Austin Riley is one of four Silver Slugger finalists at third base, along with Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado, and Justin Turner. Dansby Swanson, who was outstanding at the plate for much of the year, as well as in the field, but he is a shortstop finalist with Trey Turner, Willie Adamas, and Francisco Lindor. Perhaps the biggest surprise is that rookie Michael Harris is among the eight outfielders who are up for the Silver Slugger Award in the outfield. Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber, Juan Soto, Starling Marte, Jock Peterson, excuse me, nine finalists. Michael Harris, Brian Reynolds, Hunter Renfro, and Brandon Nemo are the finalists for the outfield. And then at catcher, Will Smith, JT Real Muto, Wilson Contreras, and Travis Darno are the finalists at the catcher position. I had to do a double take thinking that perhaps both William and Wilson Contreras, along with Travis Darno, were finalists, but it's just Darno himself. So five finalists in the Silver Slugger categories in the National League are Braves. Now, when it comes to actual chances to win an award, you would have to think that Austin Riley would be one of the favorites at third base, and perhaps Travis Darno could have an outside chance at catcher. Don't necessarily know if the Braves are going to have multiple winners in the Silver Slugger campaigns, but at the very least, again, this goes to show just how outstanding and how deep this Braves lineup was this season. You probably expected the chance for Riley and Olsen and Swanson and Darno to be among Silver Slugger finalists at their positions, but then when you see Michael Harris's name in the outfield, That just goes to show how great he was offensively to go along with his defense this season. And of note are a few names that regularly, when they are healthy, are among the Silver Slugger nominations that are not there this year. I'm speaking of Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr., That is one of the biggest things to remember about this Braves offense. As awesome as it was for much of the regular season, it very rarely was firing on all cylinders at once. And the fact is, is that this offense didn't have a fully healthy Ronald Acuna Jr., and it only featured Ozzie Albies twice for only two games after June 14th. So that's what's exciting going into next season. We see so many of the Braves' position players up for awards because they had outstanding offensive seasons, and then you and then you realize that perhaps the Braves' two most dynamic offensive talents and Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzie Albies should both be healthy heading into 2023. It makes you come to realize that as special as the Braves offense was in 2022, there may be even another level or two it could go up to in 2023.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge? That takes a team.
1: So, with only two of the 30 Major League Baseball teams still playing baseball as we end October and head into November, season outlooks. While we talk about this part of the MLB calendar being award season, which is certainly exciting for a team that's well represented like the Braves, it's also outlook season. You've got plenty of baseball's best minds looking at the off-season outlooks for teams that they cover or national media members talking about. Who could be the major players that could either be traded or signed elsewhere? You know, it's an exciting time of year when it comes to speculation on what, on what has already attempted to have happened and what could happen when it comes to Major League Baseball. And Mark Bowman of MLB.com wrote his offseason outlook piece, Five Questions... That are facing the Braves, and the fun thing is is that he had a few notable news nuggets in his piece that really start to show what could be two of the major storylines for the Braves going into the offseason. Now, one is what we already know, and that is Dansby Swanson's future, either as a Brave or, in general, one that's going to include... A very healthy raise when it comes to his paycheck, when it comes to his earnings, as he will be one of the top free agents available on the free agent market this offseason. Mark Bowman talked about the fact that the Braves will likely need to go at least 100 to $110 million on an offer to keep Dansby Swanson in a Braves uniform, and he also talked about the fact that it's going to be a very talented shortstop market, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, all four of those players are expected to be free agents this offseason. And we've talked about it, you know, not necessarily at length, but we've hinted at it at different times, you know, as the 2022 season came to an end. You could could see the Braves going after any of those players. You probably could see them going after Turner, Correa, and obviously Swanson. The Braves likely have the financial means to go out and get one of those three players if they deem it necessary to be able to secure a very, very good talent at the shortstop position long term. But the fact that Mark Bowman throws out the dollar amounts of 100 to 110 million, it brings to light, you know, some interesting perspectives because if the true cost of potentially securing Dansby Swanson for the future was $100 to $110 million, I find it hard to believe that if that truly is what it would take to sign Dansby Swanson long-term, that the Braves would not already have jumped on that opportunity. If Dansby Swanson perhaps was looking for $100 to $110 million over a five, maybe six-year contract, that is is a discount, in my opinion. That is absolutely a no-brainer of a deal for the Braves, and with how much of an emphasis Alex Andopoulos has placed on signing his core players long-term, if he could have landed Dansby Swanson on that type of contract, five or six years, average annual value around $20 million a year, I find it hard to believe he would have not absolutely jumped on that opportunity. As I mentioned before, I think that when you look at the fact that last offseason, Trevor Story landed six years and $140 million from the Red Sox. Javier Baez landed six years, $160 million from the Tigers. I find it hard to believe that Dansby Swanson and his rep- representation are not going after at least $150 million. Now, it may be logical to feel that the Red Sox and, and, and Tigers overpaid for both Story and Baez, but if those players... And I feel that Dansby Swanson has definitely had a better track record over the past few years than either Story or Baez. If those players are getting that level of contract, it would be very surprising to me for Dansby Swanson to wind up settling eventually for a hundred to hundred and ten million dollars. And again, if that was the true cost that it would take to keep Dansby Swanson or to sign Dansby Swanson, I just I feel I find it very hard to believe that Alex Anthopoulos would not have jumped on that opportunity. At the end of the day, if the market winds up determining that that is the cost of Dansby Swanson, the Braves should, without hesitation, get Swanson locked up for five to six years with that being the total payout for his services. So it'll be very interesting to see. I feel that it is fair to say Dansby Swanson could be one of the more polarizing players available when it comes to what the total cost will be to sign him long-term. Perhaps Major League Baseball doesn't value him as much as we anticipate because of last offseason when we saw several shortstops likely be paid for more than they were actually worth. Perhaps it's going to be a bit less than we anticipate because baseball recognizes that, hey, the amount that's being paid to shortstop so far, the production is not matching what they're offered. Maybe that perhaps leads to less of a payday for Dansby Swanson. And I would imagine that if, there, if it becomes more and more of a reality that the overall price tag for Dansby Swanson is less than what may have been anticipated, that to me probably indicates that there's more of a chance he winds up coming back to Atlanta and the Braves get a great deal to keep their shortstop in place for the long term. But another interesting storyline that Mark Bowman hinted at in his news and notes from Thursday, or excuse me, Thursday into Friday, was the fact that Marcelo Zuna was actually discussed in a deal with the Washington Nationals that would have brought back pitcher Patrick Corbin to the Braves. Now, when you look at it on paper, This doesn't seem to be a very smart way of doing business for the Braves. It's Patrick Corbin is owed two years and nearly $60 million over the next two years, while Marcelo Zuna is owed $37-38 million over the next two years. That's a significant difference in annual amount paid to Corbin versus Marcelo Zuna. And though Ozuna and Corbin both have already shown that they likely are not going to live up to their contract. Marcelo Zuna has been, on the field, has been a a better value than Patrick Corbin. But of course we know with Marcelo Zuna, there have been multiple off-the-field incidents. And that's a big reason why the Braves are looking to potentially move on from Marcelo Zuna. And this is now the second example in which we in which we now know the links that the Braves are willing to go to to potentially part with Marcelo Zuna. they they um reportedly talked with the Marlins at the trade deadline in a deal that would have brought outfielder Avi Garcia back to the Braves but he would have been an extra year and i believe he owe, he's owed nearly 40 42 million dollars he would have been an extra year for the Braves with Marcelo Zuna going to the Marlins and now we get the understanding that the Braves had talks with the Nationals. Ultimately, both deals fell through. But it does go to show that the Braves will likely continue to find ways to move on from Marcelo Zuna. Whether that's a trade or potentially an agreement comes to where Marcelo Zuna may eventually be released, we'll have to wait and see. But it is of note that the Braves have looked at many different ways, and they've even looked in ways financially, That will be worse for them moving forward than keeping Ozuna. That's the links that they seem to be willing to go to to move on from Marcelo Ozuna. I would find it very unlikely that Marcelo Ozuna is in the Braves' long-term plans for 2023 and beyond. It'll be interesting to see what exact route the Braves go to potentially part ways with Marcelo Ozuna this offseason. So while it's nothing of certain, as of yet, when it comes to what exactly Dansby Swanson's price tag will be, that will continue to be one of the more interesting offseason storylines. And there's no better place to stay and subscribe to when it comes to the Braves in the offseason than the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find the Daily Hammer Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast and podcasts to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com and at BatteryPowerSPN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. We'll talk to you next week here on The Daily Hammer.